I gotta say, really, it it doesn't feel like a pay per view fight week, Blake. Um, is that is that just me, or does it feel like you know, Sonya Whitaker seems like it would be a huge rematch, and it feels like it's flying under the radar. Is that because we now have to pay seventy five bucks a pay per view? <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of agree with you there, but I can't really like pinpoint what really the reasoning is, I guess. I mean, we're still getting the UFC embedded. We're still getting the press conference. But I definitely do feel like uh, there's like a little bit of missing promo, maybe like... Right. Usually we have a big... Uh, I, I don't I don't remember the last pay-per-view if I, if I uh, remember seeing like one of those nice trailers, you know, kind of pumping up the next pay-per-view. So it does kind of feel like this mm-hmm. pay-per-view is coming out of nowhere and it's like not as hyped up as usual, but... Yeah, I, I bet you that price does have a little bit uh, to do with it. Uh, well, we heard Derek Lewis during his uh, interview saying that, uh, and someone asked if he was watching the Ngannou fight. He said, nah, not giving him any pay-per-view money. In fact, he was trying to stream it, but uh, they kept like, getting shut down. Hey, so Derek Lewis, I know you're listening. Uh, hit me up. I can help you out. All uh, right. You better watch out, man. They're listening. They're going to get you next. Sorry, I can't help you out. Whatsoever, um, I can help you out by giving you seventy-five dollars. Um, I'll Venmo you. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> you saw, you saw when that guy offered well, to uh, go to lunch with him, man. He hopped on that, so you better be ready to pony up. You know what? Honestly, shoot, if if he's listening to this, I have no problem with that. All right, I, I think that's fully fair. But we got a fight night to break down. A lot of stuff happened to UC Vegas 47. Also, we got to take a look ahead at UFC 271, the second pay-per-view of the year, which is featuring the rematch between Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker. A fight we're going to break down just Robert Whitaker's chances of getting his belt back and we're also going to cover some UFC legend talk because it feels like on MMA Twitter there's a lot of that going on this week so we want to throw our a little bit um of our you know opinion that's fact our our opinion into the mix of course and then talk about we've had some really great fights so we're going to take a look at so far um what do we think is by the year but uh Blake before we get to UC Vegas 47 of course I got some news. If you haven't seen it on Twitter yet, or if you haven't tuned into the NFL show, it's all good. I forgive you. Just make sure to go ahead and fix that mistake so it doesn't happen again. Follow us on Twitter, um, and also go check out the NFL show as well at thefourthalong.com. Find everything there. But, of course, your boy is about to... uh, about to make my myself a little bit more legitimate, I would say, uh, because I'm I'm going to sign up to fight, in, you know, strip half naked in front of a crowd, put on some gloves, and fight in the middle of a cage um, near the end of the year. Shout out to Jendo of Uncaged Media. He needed an opponent for a documentary he's doing, so you know, your boy had to sign up for that, Blake. So I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna get punched in the face and punch someone in the face more often than he will punch mine. Essentially, that's the game plan. That's the game plan I'm going right now. I love it. Don't disappoint me. Awesome. Hey, I can't disappoint my manager because shout out to Blake Campbell, who's the new Ali Abdelaziz, however the hell you pronounce his last name. He's going to be taking over my Twitter account um, and retweeting it and making memes about himself, essentially. Yeah, we'll see what I can do. I don't know if I can live up to Ali's standard (laughs) that he's set, but I'm going to try my best. It's pretty good. I definitely do my best to hype this up. 
hey, do the Ollie Center, or I don't even know who it is, but you should be, like, just, if you get to, like, is half as good as Sam Alvey's, um, you know, agent is, because obviously he's been doing something good to be able to keep Sam on the roster. Must be, like, Dana's cousin or something. I don't know. It's actually Dana White himself. 0-7-1, right, in his last eight fights, and he's still on the roster? That's crazy. Yeah. To be fair, a couple of them should be wins, but even if it's just like two and five, that's yeah, it's still not elite. Not, not great or getting submitted by a 185er on three days' notice. It was a 10 day. I think it was 10 days, though. Or sorry, uh, yeah. a week's notice. Not, not like, very. thought about that. Yeah, but, uh, not know. a lot of notice. Hey, Brandon Ellis is savage for that. For, for being able to knock um, Sam down and Yeah, and he, he did kind of get rocked in the first round, too. Uh, Brendan a little bit, so it was yeah. good to see him recover from that and then get his confidence up and then finish the fight. So that that was a good fight for him for sure. Get that confidence back. I like it. I like it. Brendan Allen's going to be a force, so I was happy to see him get a win back here. Um, but um, essentially, going to be duking out 205 pounds. We're making the cut right now. I'm starting training right now. We just got shout out to. They're not even paying me to say this. I paid them to get this, but shout out to. Comic or uh, we are kamikaze. Find it like um, we are kamikaze.com, I think is uh, what it is. Um, because they're a local um, uh, fight apparel and uh, you know, gear company up here in Boise, Idaho. Fantastic group of people. They even left me a handwritten note inside my, my package here. So great. So if, if you're in the area or you dress anywhere in the country because they ship everywhere, we are kamikaze. They make some good stuff too. Uh, so that if um, Screw Everlast, you know. Uh, who, no one cares about them. Buy shop small business because small business is great. But there's my spiel, Blake. We're going to hop in to UC Vegas 47, all right? Because did the bankers hit? I know we had a little bit of a scare. I was almost about to lose it on you, but but it still happened. Hey, I mean, just missing weight, not a big deal, right? Just 30% of your purse <laughs> and then no bonus when you – have one of the best fights of the, so really of like the, the last bonus. couple of years. So. Shout out to Julian Rosa for getting 100 Yeah, he's got to be bonuses. feeling great. That's, that's confirmed, right? Like Probably made more money than everyone on the confirmed, card. right? He gets the both the bonuses? Damn, yeah. That is yep. legit. So he gets he gets show money, he gets win money, and he gets both yeah, bonuses. He, he had a good night. For that's sure. a good night at the office. Man. Hey, Pierce, you want to keep missing weight? Hey, Rose's opponents, keep missing weight because he'll just 100%. keep making more money. Uh, and also, he got – sorry, then also the additional 30% true, from Pierce's True, the purse, 30% too. on top of that. So whatever his purse was, that's great. Um, other than that, we had Treshawn Gore and Brian Battle, the real tough championship fight. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was, like, necessarily a, a, a huge banger, but it was, like, on, on the lower banger mm-hmm. scale. Uh, there were some – Hey, congrats to you Thank being you. right. I appreciate too. that. In, in appreciate that. You know, it was yeah. it was scary because yeah. uh, there was a couple times where I thought Gore really uh, showed the power to be able to put that fight away, but some uh, somehow I I don't know. It kind of was just Treshawn Gore. I think in the end he didn't really let it let it go enough. Maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe the gas tank wasn't fully there. I'm, I'm not really sure what happened with that because it was just I don't know. Yeah. You could just tell like that guy was the more dangerous fighter, but. Brian, I think Brian putting it mm-hmm. on him like he did in that first round, uh, just coming out, just chopping down the legs, k- hitting them really everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, body, legs, head, yeah. everywhere. It was just, it was a great performance for battle. But 
And Goris Abacho, I think he had like a couple knockdowns. Ah, uh, did he? I he might have had one knockdown, but I know he'd stunned him at least a couple times. Yeah, I, yeah. He 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 had Basil rocked a, a handful on the of times official stats. Fight. It actually doesn't give him so, any knockdowns. So, I, but I definitely remember him mm, stunning him at least. I don't know a couple about times. that. Yeah, but uh, other than that, the damage wise, Gore. There's argument that Gore did more of the damage. Especially, I mean, take a look at Battle's Eye. That kind of paints the picture of what was going on there. But it's almost like Gore outdamaged Battle. I would say, I would say that Battle walked out of that fight the more hurt. But in terms of effective scoring and going by, you know, like the judging criteria, he won that. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one I mean. Just fought the yeah. fought the smarter fight. Nothing wrong with that. Battle's yeah, a good when, fighter, when you man. fight a dangerous guy like that, I think you they're got, both you can't be great, just though. go in there. You know, banging. You got to really be smart about it. Kind of be a matador almost. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian Bell saw the two dudes, uh, Treshawn Gore, messed up on tough, so he didn't want yeah, to be. I like mean, one to of his them. credit, he he really did. I'll take blame him. Probably his two best shots of the night, and uh, didn't didn't crumble. Yeah. So props to him for sure. Hey, shout out to Treshawn Gore for going from being the last pick on the Ultimate Fighter to winning the Ultimate Fighter and then cementing his win by beating the guy that he was supposed to fight in the first place. Fantastic for, for yep. Brian Battle, man. He's and good. And then the last banger of the night we had was Nick Maximov versus Punalehi. Punalehi? Punalehi? Soriano. I can't say that name, bro. That shit's tough. <laughs> Puna. Um... <laughs> Again, I don't know if it's necessarily a certified banger. If you liked wrestling, but it was a good fight. It was a good fight. I mean, it was. I was entertained. Yeah. There was there was times where I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like mm-hmm. Soriano's gonna probably finish him there. Like when uh, Maximov ate that knee when he was going in for that one takedown and kind of oh, bust him. I think dude. that was in the first round too. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, yeah. "Damn!" So it was really impressive seeing Maximov deal with like a little bit of adversity and still being able to execute his game plan. Uh, I wouldn't say flawlessly, mm-hmm. but effectively and efficiently. I mean, 11 out of, mm-hmm. I think, 15 takedowns, that's just, that's nuts, dude. That's nuts. Hey, anything more than, th- more than like, three takedowns. Yeah, I mean, dude crazy. has cardio for days, just like the Diaz bro, so. Uh, it, He's just like him as Yeah, well. I mean, in mannerisms like, and yeah. stuff, but not in his fighting. I mean, his, that was something that you would never see the Diaz bros do, I don't think. I mean, I don't, I've never seen them pressure wrestle. In terms of cardio? In how he carries it himself, I think, but like, he's got a different, he's got different a different fight style. Do you for see sure. that he calls out, right? And, and so I remember I threw it back probably like a few months ago. Uh, by now, Nate Diaz, like Hamza and Nate were talking, and Nate threw Hamza over to, uh, um, sorry, he he threw him over to um, uh, Maximov, and then Maximov after this fight, he goes out and kind of calls out and, and kind of. Um, Hints at uh, Hamza for uh, trying to call Hamza out for being a wrestler that hasn't fought a wrestler. You know, he's out wrestling non-wrestlers, whereas Maximov is this guy, and so he kind of challenged him to that. What do you think? Hey, I mean, all power to him. It's a good, it's a good call. I mean, Hamza's kind of got the sauce right now in the middleweight division. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I don't know how that fight would go. That would be a that would be an interesting one for sure. Because I mean, Hamza's just huge for the middleweight division. And the and the uh, he's huge for the welterweight well. division. He's huge for the middleweight division. He might even be huge for the light heavyweight. Yeah, he's division. a big dude. He's a big dude. You seen him and Gustafson stand next to each other? He he makes Gustafson look it's like crazy, a welterweight. Man. So yeah, that guy's a problem. But hey, 
I love uh, I love Maximov Ma- Maximov's confidence, and he's got a little swagger to him. So we'll see where he goes from here. I hope he uh, hope he fights soon. Hope that cut heals up, and he fights soon. Well, his agent already announced on Instagram like on Monday that he has a fight lined up. Man, I wonder who it's against though. That's going to be uh, what if it was? What if what if are they in the same division as uh, Shavkat? No, Shavkat's uh, welterweight. Yeah, Maximov's middleweight. Also, I hope I, I wouldn't like that matchup anyway. Man, I'd hey, but dude, you bring a great point because let's talk. I'd about, like that fight. Um, speaking, of, you know, like Shavkat Rachmanov and Hamzat Shmaev, Shavkat put on a hell of a performance. Was it like a uh, spinning wheel kick and to ground a pound? This guy's still undefeated. He's a freaking menace, and I've been. Uh, I was glad, like, to see, like, on MMA Twitter that he wasn't flying under the radar. There are people that like. He's slowly becoming a household name, which I think is great because this guy is going to be a freaking menace. And I'm telling you right now, Blake, is sooner rather than later, it's going to be Hamza Chamaya defending his welterweight title against Shavkat Rachmanov. <laughs> yeah, I think really the only thing that was hurting uh, Shavkat is the fact that he hadn't fought since. Uh, June 26th in 2021. So, yeah, yeah. when, when a guy – and that, kind of the same thing happened with Hamza, right? But luckily he was able to string together those, like, three fights in, like, three hours. So, I mean, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you want to see yeah. you want to see Shavkat fight a little bit more than he has. But, I mean, that performance mm-hmm. is just incredible, dude. The way he put that guy out, he was patient. He was uh, aggressive at the right moments. And I mean that finishing mm-hmm. on the ground, like when he when he dropped him, and then I think he missed maybe like the first one or two punches, but you could just see the power behind him. And then when he caught him clean, it was just lights out. Had that guy twitching on the ground. So I mean, this guy's sky's the limit. His power is almost deceiving huh? because like his power is almost deceiving because he's not like built like you see some more of the mm-hmm. power strikers. But this guy, yeah, hits that a technique, brick. timing it's... and technique, precision. He's got it all. And that he's he's really damn good. And what I want to talk about is um, he was on the MMA Hour with Ariel Hamani, um, saying that of course I don't blame him. He hates the comparison to Hamza Chmaev. He is a different fighter, and I agree. But um, I don't want to compare the two as like fighters. But let's compare them as prospects because they're both undefeated guys. They're both on tear. They've both essentially been untouchable. Um, so right now, who do you think is the the better prospect at the moment is it still Hamzat, or how much does uh, Shavkat actually rival him? Hmm. I think I think Hamzat's still probably a little bit ahead of him, just because he's he's already mm-hmm. shown that a little bit of a step up in competition. He's had no problem with it. So, yeah, yeah I, I think I, I give him the edge a little bit right now. But in terms of full arsenal that we've seen on display. Uh, Shavkat's mm-hmm. got some scary tools in his tool belt, man. Like, you see guys doing those spinning attacks. That's uh, that's a little scary because I'm he he can just hit you from anything. I mean, hit you from anywhere, really. Like, body shots, liver shots, head shots doesn't matter. And I, the only thing that I'd say Hamzat probably does have a big advantage on him is maybe uh, just sheer power and girth and strength. I think wrestling too. We haven't seen like Shavkat's like ground game on display. I think in terms of like technical, I, I would side with Rachmanov being the better striker. 
but Hamza is. But a it's whole also just beast we when he don't get to see Hamza throw down really. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't need to throw a bunch of punches. He can just really overpower people and and use that insane wrestling that he has mm-hmm. to just wear on people and then get them to quit. Yeah. It's scary. Both those guys are scary because they're dominant, but they're dominant for two different reasons, and they'll beat you in different ways, which is, I think, horrifying. Um, if I'm, anyone has to fight them uh, anytime soon, just because. Sweet damn, uh, they can throw everything in anything, and they just are relentless. I, I swear, man, those guys are a whole different level of good, and those they're probably the future I, of the Walter. I can't remember who said Absolutely. it, but someone said on the broadcast, I think, or maybe on a previous broadcast, but it's like, Shavkat looks like mm-hmm. a guy that, you know, he, like a raider, you know, like someone that's going to come raid the village and like get on a horse and go raid someone's village. Something, like yeah, I don't know, man. Like that little hat he wears. Yeah. Genghis Khan. He looks like an old timer, man. Just a warrior. He looks like he'd jack you up. Um, the old times or the new times. It really doesn't matter to him. Um, he's scary either way. <laughs> um, but let's uh, let's talk about the main event here because, of course, it's a pretty anticipated matchup between Jack Hermanson and Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland moving up the rankings. He's still undefeated as a middleweight. All of his losses, his three losses came as a welterweight. Um, he has, I think he's up to 12-0 and 0 as a middleweight now. So that's that's pretty freaking good. Um, and then he takes out Jack Hermanson, where there's a lot of people questioning why Jack wasn't doing what he's good at, which is wrestling and you know throwing out submissions. But Jack never really, or um, I think why is because Sean Strickland did a great job, um, kind of preventing the takedown. He didn't necessarily like throw down as much as I was hoping he would, but he kept the pressure up. And also, he just has a freaking fantastic jab, uh, one of the best jabs in the promotion. Um, I, I, I don't. But at the same time, like I like Strickland's performance, but there is something in me that I, I wanted. More, yeah, you know, he, he's kind of taking the Leon Edwards approach almost. But yeah, or he'll just win. But, I mean, as you see. Eventually, he will get that shot. If he keeps this squeaky clean record, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be undeniable at some point. Even, I think, Izzy, it was brought up today. He's like, yeah, like that's a big fight if, uh, you know, the, the chips fall that way. Because it's it's going to be hyped. It's going to be a good fight. He's a high-level guy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it did suck mm-hmm. that there wasn't a little bit more, I don't know, action. I don't want to say action because it was pretty action-packed. It just... You didn't have those like dangerous finishing type moments in the fight, and that and everyone wants to see that. But dude, he got the dub. Like you can't really be too pissed about a guy that's fighting at like the top five level and not getting finishes. Because I mean, it just mm-hmm. is so much tougher at that level. Like all those guys, like there's no quitting them. You know that, and uh, they have great technique and great cardio. Uh, so I can't really fault them too much for not getting the finish. But yeah, you would have liked to see maybe maybe put a little bit more on him in, in round. Four going into round five, or maybe starting a little earlier in round five, because he really did let mm-hmm. go the last fifteen-ish seconds of the fight. I, I would like to see a little bit more of that yeah. in spurts, maybe throughout the fight. That last fifteen seconds was like the only time where you saw like the real Sean Strickland come out, where yeah. he's yelling at Jack to throw down and stuff like that. 
But even then, he was kind of backing up a little bit. Maybe he has to be reserved, you know? Like, he he probably really wanted that W. That that probably meant a lot. Yeah. It's a hard, like, balance, you know? Because if you beat, I mean, a guy like Jack, you go into crazy, he's going to capitalize, get you to the ground, and then you're in Mm -hmm. his world. Like, I can't fault him too much, but I guess one thing is, of course, we're assuming that the winner of Bronson versus Cannoneer this weekend is going to be able to get, um, if Izzy beats Whitaker again, we're assuming that it's going to be Cannoneer versus, um, or Bronson versus Izzy next. But at the same time, I really believe that if Sean Strickland or Jack Hermanson put on a big enough performance, like a one that overshadows what Cannoneer or Bronson can do, or will do, Sean Strickland probably could have gotten a tell shot, depending on the how the performances play out. Um, so, with that, I, I that's why I felt like his performance felt kind of flat. It was a good win. He probably gets himself into a title eliminator next, but he he potentially had a title shot on the line. You agree with that? It's tough. I think Cannoneer and, and Brunson yeah. probably edge him out a little bit right now, just in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, Cannoneer has that just raw power finishing aspect and he's a stud in his own right. And then Brunson, obviously you have the redemption story, the rematch. So mm-hmm. I think he might, if he would have won it in a little bit more of a spectacular fashion, I, I think no question he would have been damn near undeniable. But again, he didn't fight mm-hmm. like a top three guy. He didn't fight a Costa. He didn't fight a, I'm not saying Costa is necessarily like, the best of the best, but he is ranked where the mm-hmm. best are ranked. Um, he didn't fight a Whitaker. He didn't fight a Cannoneer. He didn't fight uh, Brunson. So, I mean, I think he still is one fight away, probably. One really good fight away. I, dude, you know mm-hmm. what I wouldn't have minded is if uh, Darren Till got the fight against him. That would have been a crazy fight. That would have mm. been – the shit talk with that would have been off the charts mm. for sure. I mean, I think those guys would have definitely got under each other's skin. Dude, huh? hear me out. Hear me out, Blake. Triple threat. It's going to be Sean Strickland. It's going to be Darren Till. And it's going to be Platinum Mike Perry. R.I.P. Mike. Not that he's dead. It's just he's in bare knuckles, so his career's (laughs) not in the right place. He's he's not dead yet, but he's going to (laughs) be. Oh. You know know uh, he's fighting the Lenny Bang, bro, right? Have we talked about that? Yeah, he's fighting Julian Lane. Yeah. No. Dude, I'm excited. I might have to I tune in for that, that one. I'm yeah, no, I might have to watch. Is that um is he fighting on the, the Chad Mendez's card? That would be a that would be a or good Or is that call. a little bit later? Cause I know Chad I think Chad's fighting like a week or two. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Dude, that'd be great. Um, but speaking of like Polakosin here, what should we do next for Sean Strickland? Is he? Um, there's a couple things we can do. If Whitaker loses, you could. I could easily see them doing Whitaker versus Sean Strickland. Um, I could easily see them doing the loser between Brunson and Kenanier against Strickland. Or I know the UFC doesn't want to, but Sean Strickland's called him out. Apparently, he still wants to fight the 185. Sean Strickland versus Polakosta. Uh, February 18th to answer the question. February 18th. Mike, Mike Perry, oh. Julian Lane, Mike Perry February or, or 18th. Chad Mendes. I think that's a Chad Mendes. Hell yeah, too. dude. That's sick. That's going to be like two pretty good fights. Hell, that's a good card. Now they just need Page okay. Van on there. Let's go. <laughs> 
Yeah, you gotta get that. Rachel on the somehow, don't, don't you? <laughs> oh man, but uh, what fight would you would you prefer? What you think is best? Maybe more likely for Sean between who again? Um, so probably Whitaker if he loses between the loser of Kenya and Brunson and be and um or even Pollock. Well, it probably won't be the winner of the Kenya and Brunson fight. I think if if one of them wins in impressive yeah. fashion, I think it. it yeah, no. So the, the loser. loser. Okay, so the loser of that fight or the loser of the Asanya yeah. fight. Hmm. Is if Izzy loses, they're doing the the trilogy. Yeah, probably. Easily. But if Whitaker loses, yeah. Uh. <sighs> probably it would probably be the loser of the Brunson and Cannoneer fight, I would think, or or maybe even Darren Till if he beats Uriah Hall, because I think they fight in in May. I mm. want to say March or May. No, I think it's yeah. May. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I dude, I'd really like that Darren Till fight, and that would be a big one for both of them. They both will have hype going into it. It'll be, it'd be good. It'd be a lot so fun. yeah, I'd say probably my my personal opinion probably Costa Till or yeah, the loser of Brunson or uh, Brunson and Cannonier. Yeah. In terms of just like a fight, Costa and Strickland would be a lot of fun. I'm saying, like, what's up with Costa? Why do, why isn't Costa calling out Strickland? Like, that would be. Well, it's because he wants Marvin for yeah, some reason. But you already lost that fight, bud. You gotta kind of earn that one back. Well, I, I think I, I think I see the, the the logic here, Blake. So we all know Paula Costa and wine. They don't pair well together. He hates him. He hates the wine. Does he hate it? I think Italy, he loves it. Uh, Italy is known. For, well, he like does he? That's why maybe that's why he wants to fight Wait, Marvin. Was, oh, okay, so switch up. If if he beats Marvin Vittori, the Italian, do you think he'll like be able to get a lifetime supply of wine or something like no. that? No. Maybe he hates Marvin because he actually has better hair and didn't need implants. Now that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> this is a possibility. <laughs> We're going to see Mar um, Paul Costa's ex fight. He's uh, oh, um, because in WWE, they'll do, like, hair versus hair matches. Are we going to see that for Paula Costa? No, he doesn't have enough hair. He's It's not good. It's not a good look. <laughs> and what if he wins, he gets to take his opponent's hair? Um, no. That's, no. We're not doing all that. <laughs> he He's stuck with what he's stuck with. You know, he's got to go see, uh, I don't know, who's someone that's, like, came back from that stuff. I'm trying to think, like, Jeff Bezos, right? No, not him. He's bald as hell. Uh, who's that other dude? Who's the other Elon Musk? That guy. <laughs> He's got a comeback story. Oh, his <clears> came back. He needs to link up with whoever uh, Elon Musk went to, and then he'll be good to go. Hey, the man that he better stay away from is LeBron yeah. James because apparently his oh, it's yeah. not working. That's, that's one that I was going to highlight to not go to. Mm. And honestly, he, he might just have accepted, man. Go bald. Give me a bald Paul Acosta. God, that'd be scary. He looked like Shrek. <laughs> Is that he just looked like a Brazilian Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, he has abs. Yeah, you like know. a muscular Brazilian Shrek. A, a buff yeah. Brazilian Shrek. That fits him. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. Okay.
Um, <laughs> let us know your uh, let us know your guys' thoughts on UFC Vegas 47. Uh, hit us up in the comments on YouTube Rumble um, or over on our um, social media pages. That's Twitter at Fourth Long Radio, Instagram at Fourth Long Radio, or you can leave a five star review over on Apple Podcasts. And we're going to hop into the next segment here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it's the best time of each week, at least my favorite segment, just for the name alone, because it's time for What the Blank with Blake, as Blake is going to fill in the blanks in three statements that have a blank in them, and it's up to Blake to determine what the blank is going to be, because it's up to Blake. All right. I'm getting better. That was smooth. I, I, was smooth. I do feel, right? Dude, smooth like butter. Smooth like, uh, hey, you were shouting my transition game earlier on, on uh, Twitter, so hopefully, uh, my, my, you know, show transitions can um, kind of transform or, um, you know, um, transition over to uh, my ground game as well, you know, because, you know, <sighs> going to need all the help I can time get. Time will tell, my friend, time <laughs> will tell. Hey, all I know is that these next eight months, um, I'm going to be getting punched in the face a lot. And I'm going to be getting taken down a lot, and I'm going to be getting submitted a lot. But that's going to make it all that much better come fight night. All right, oh, yeah. you know, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Um, also, shout out real quick. Um, so once we get closer and stuff like that, and other guys that are going to be kind of um, following us and helping us promote this, um, of course, you can follow um, Jen over at Uncaged underscore Media um, on Twitter. Also, shout out to the boys over at Slip the Jab because they are actually, once we get a little closer, they're going to be hosting our press conference, our official press conferences with Jendo and I. So, not going to want to miss that. I think Blake uh, was getting mad at me for, you know, getting stuff scheduled without my agent having a say in it. It's okay. I, I, I don't blame him. He's looking out for me. So, we'll have Blake uh, just in the corner, um, just just not saying anything, but just staring, making sure I, I, I don't say the wrong things, right? Making sure I don't pull a Sean Strickland when it comes to press conferences. Yeah, we're going to have our own nonverbal communication that we can just, you know, we, we'll know what's up. <laughs> uh, you're going to be like a like a third base coach in baseball. Just give me one of these. Precisely. We'll be like the pitcher and the catcher, you know, <laughs> except no homo. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, you're going Sean Strickland, man. You got gay hair. <laughs> Wait, or can <laughs> no, I say that? Better. Because I know Sean Strickland can't get canceled. Can I get canceled out, for saying that? Don't say the G that? word. Uh, don't say the G word. Um, Blake, you have very nice hair. Is it like Australian, European? It's European. Okay. <laughs> Is that the new insult? Hey, bro, you got some European-looking hair. Are we just going to know what that means? Oh, now? man, I think I think that's the direction it's heading. Not gonna lie, I'm kind of. Um, I'll probably put it up to a poll or like up to like some sort of financial thing or like monetary thing. Um, but I'm considering doing the Brock Lesnar haircut for the fight. Is that where he just had like the? No, sorry, no. I was going to do the. Um, I was going to do Chuck Liddell. Oh, okay, the mohawk. The buzz yeah, cut mohawk. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I suppose. I suppose. I might be able to pull you it off. Dye it like a color or something. Rainbow? Red, white, and blue, baby. Put the stars and the stripes on my head. Hey, right, wait, 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 wait. Was it... In, the in like, the weigh-ins or something? Was it Sam Alvey that got, like, 
No, in this fight, Sam Alvey got his badly face um, shaved into the back Dude, he's of his head. Ha- I think he's had that for so, a few fights now. Was he also... Who was the one that, like, spray-tanned the sponsor on their chest? Uh, I th- was that Bellator fighter? I Dude, I highly doubt UFC would because allow to do that. What I'm thinking is... It, this is obscure story <laughs> that I, like, I watched a video on a while ago. I think it was, like... There, I think it might have been Bellator. There's, I think they were fighting like the Mohegan Sun or something like that, a, a casino. But he had like a rival, uh, like a competitor, spray tanned onto him. And so the venue was getting hella pissed and he had to like remove it. But moral of the story is what if I get the like a big old fourth and long logo shaved into the back of my head? That'd be pretty, uh. Or spray tanned, let alone spray tanned. That would be pretty cool, I, I guess. Kinda. Should I? Should I get the Tony Ferguson angel wings? Or the Brock Lesnar dagger? You should do whatever your heart desires, (laughs) because that is all that matters. What you think of yourself. Yeah. Hey, I'm already kind of thinking about nicknames, though. All right, of course. Well, I'll I'll probably end up uh, um, ultimately putting nicknames up to a poll. But I got early contender in my head, Blake. Hear me out. Okay. And once I get to this, we'll we'll hop into the rest of the What the Blank with Blake. But White Dynamite. White Dynamite. I don't, I don't know about dynamite. that one, dog. You can just go easy <laughs> and Ross the Boss, Alan. Ross. I know, but I was thinking that was almost a little uh, too basic. You know. I've had that nickname before, though. You have. I mean, you have a very easy name to rhyme with, so I think you'll you'll have some good. Hey, hear me out. Options. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, my girlfriend shot this down because she thought it was a little too off, but. The pasty predator. That's awful. No. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> yeah, she, right. she, has, she has some good intuition. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Pasty predator yeah, is awful. You're you, setting babe. yourself up uh, for failure at that point. Hey, hey, first off though, I I, I would probably be doing that, but shout out to uh shout out to Phoebe, biggest supporter. I celebrated one year this week. So she's the best. Hell Just yeah. wanna give a shout Congrats. out. Congrats. Um Shout out, love. Congrats, big Shout dog. Out love, Blake. I love you, Mike. Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> uh, I should have done that to her. Uh, she probably would not have understood a single thing about that and been really confused because I haven't shown her enough UFC. You know, like the the old good stuff. You know, she does That's keep not up. Even that old though. That's only which, like, what 2015. 20, yeah, probably like 2015. Yeah, old for her, I guess. The o- older. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Just wait till I show her a GSP fight. No. You want to know what I should show her? The ultimate, the greatest MMA fight of all time. Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000. Yeah, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Both men left on the stretcher. But because they were gassed and dehydrated. (laughs) I mean, that's why Bellator is Bellator. They just... (laughs) <laughs> they haven't figured it out yet. Shout out, I Bell- mean, at least they've, they've given us some moments. <laughs> Bellator is the closest thing we have pride to, to pride. I mean, right it's now. pretty far away from fri- uh, pride, but it's, it's embarrassing sometimes. Maybe not embarrassing, but it's just not high quality. But definitely better than, <laughs> like, in terms of production, I think it's slight step above 1FC. Like, 1FC is almost unwatchable, in my opinion. Uh, unless you're, like, watching the fights. Like, uh, the fights are pretty sick sometimes. Yeah. 
like that Rod King guy. Uh-huh. Dude, oh, the the one of C cards with, with coming DJ, up right? um, the with super fight. The, yeah, with the spe- the special. Yeah, he's fighting that MMA Rod King guy. That's gonna be sick, dude. That's gonna be a good yeah. fight. Yeah, dude. Hey, we all. I'm that. I'm finally excited for one of C card. Um, but you know, um, enough ranting on stuff. Let's get into the segment I was trying to introduce. What the blank with Blake? Of course, I don't know how this works. I got three statements for Blake. There is a there can be a blank at the beginning, middle, or end of the statement, and it's up to Blake to choose whatever he wants to fill it in with, whether it be a word, a paragraph, an essay, a sentence, or just a grunt. It really is up to him. But statement number one, Blake. If you could bring back one UFC legend in their prime right now, who would it be? Or it would be blank. Mm. God, that's a tough one. There's a lot to choose from. Yeah, there's definitely quite a lot. I think um, maybe just for like curiosity purposes, number one, I'd probably I'd probably want to just see Hoist Gracie. Mm. I don't know what weight class he'd fight at, but I would I think it would just be interesting to see like how can like damn near one of probably the best or like one of the best to ever walk the earth at jujitsu. Like I'd like to see mm-hmm. how he his game would translate to modern day MMA. Um, mm-hmm. besides that. If I could pick one legend to come back, like recent legend or like all time, like older legend, all time, like any any kind at all. It's up to you. It's your blank. <laughs> the blank is your oyster. Is it? It's specifically legend, though, right? Like it. <sighs> yeah, because I would say like if I if it was like we're talking about retirement people, I'd say Habib. Cause I want to see that dude mm. get no GSP. I've seen enough GSP, dude. Let him freaking let him enjoy his life, man. That guy, <laughs> he's been punched in the face enough. He's good. We you saw him come back against Bisping yeah. at 185. He's done it all. Let him ride off into the sunset. Hey, can I throw a name out there, Blake? Bring back Don Fry. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, he fought in the UFC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was one of the OG guys. Shout Don Fry. Oh, that's right. He won, he won the and then also UFC sh- Tournament 8. And the mm-hmm. Ultimate UFC Ultimate Ultimate 96 also, Tournament winner. What was that fight? Was it with um, Sakuraba? That one crazy-ass fight? Uh... Yeah, I can't like, remember. It was that, definitely that one Asian Kushi, guy, though, Sakuraba. Where just punching each other in the face repeatedly, like just clinched up and punched that each ha- other. That has to be top three favorite MMA moment of all time. Yeah, man. That's, prob- that's probably yeah, about it, though, really. Out. Hey, dude, bring back the stash, man. Also, Anderson Silva, Prime Anderson Silva would be great. Yeah, but then he's, is he on steroids or not? Prime, so yeah, no, no, it wasn't. It was, it was tainted dick pills. I don't right? remember what it was, but I, no, I think he was taking legit. I, meds. I, I think that's what. It, well, no, I think uh, what his excuse at least was, was the tainted pills. Like ninety percent sure about that. 
Am I right? Are you fact-checking right now? Drostanolone and Androstane, two anabolic steroids. So, no, not dick pills. I think that's what his excuse was, though. Don't care what his excuse was. He The, the findings say otherwise. <laughs> he was on some shit. <laughs> two so different kinds of anabolic sit. steroids. That dude hey. was on some shit. Hey, he wasn't doing that Wanderlei Silva stuff, though. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Or the TRT mm. yeah, uh, Vitor shit. TRT Vitor. Yeah, oh. I mean, there's so there's so many legends Let's to choose from, dude. It's just it's it's tough. It's just there like is. man. <sighs> Brock Lesnar would be cool to see come back too. I don't know if you. It's just tough to 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 see like what do people say are legends. Um. It'd be mm-hmm. easier if I had like a list to look at right now, but definitely, I, I, I'm definitely interested in like Hoist Gracie because I've never really. That'd be cool. I barely even really watched any fight tape on him. Honestly, I should probably do a little bit of research on him. Yeah, dude, Hoist versus Khabib. Well, I guess that's two somewhat different styles. Um, yeah, a little bit more. Wait, Khabib's a little more. It was like combat sambo. Yeah, I mean, right. he's going to be top-heavy, whereas Hoist is going to yeah. be fighting off his back. Hoist versus Nate Diaz? Yeah, I mean, I guarantee oh. Nate would never agree to fight him, but yeah. Well, yeah, hey, that could be a lot of fun, though. But um, speaking of stuff that's tough, though, Blake, let's talk about tough, because statement number two, tough 30 will be blank. Uh, underwhelming, I'm thinking. Mm. I don't want to be yeah, a, a D-bag yeah. and just, like, crap on the girls, but it's, I, like, I just not really too interested in the story. I'm not really too, too interested in their personalities. I'm hoping that the fighters save the show, you know, like the, the, the actual contestants. Because mm-hmm. I'm not expecting yeah. much of a well, entertaining least... back. And, like, there there might be some uh, Claudia Gadalia and Joanna Young-Jacek. You and Jacek vibes going on mm-hmm. where it's kind of like awkward shit talk. I was about to bring that up because like that was a good season. Like especially when that's probably the best woman season. I'm gonna try my best, dude, to just have that, like that very act. like almost no expectations for this. Kind of how I treated the last season mm. tough. Because if you remember, dude, like mm. I think when Brian Ortega and Volkanovski got announced, I think we were pretty critical on that as well, and we were like, man, yeah, like it we turned don't know out why well. are these guys getting the spotlight? I know they're trying to build them up, blah 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 blah. But it actually ended up working out pretty decently well. That was probably one of my well. I mean, I don't know if it was like my favorite season, but it was just like a. I thought it was a really good season all around, and it really showed. It w- it was good, but also the fights. Yeah, that was a like I was going to say it showed the contestants like at their best, I, and like when they're actually taking it yeah. fully seriously. Whereas in past seasons, you haven't the seen the fighters that need like. Hopefully we can get some excitement with, you know, heavyweights, you know, in, in the tough this year. Yeah. So that I mean, that you remember Maurice fun. Green, right? Um, he was getting drunk as hell. Usually <laughs> once one of them loses, you know, and they're out of the tournament, that guy's one of them turns into a train wreck. It's almost hard to watch, but the only problem is like like it's tough, man, because I was wanting a really good tough. I understand why it like it was probably supposed to be, you know, in perfect world, it was going to be Jorge versus Colby, uh, but the only problem with that is because I don't think they were supposed to fight this soon. Is the thing because 
The only reason that they got put is the main event of UFC 272 is because um, Holloway pulled out of the Volk fight. Now he's back in, so everything got screwed up, but whatever. Um, that's a big old mess that we don't need to get into here. Um, so they – because they weren't going to have a title fight for that card now. And so you have to think – there really isn't a whole lot of fights that they could choose from that is non-title but could headline a pay-per-view. Really, Colby versus Hoyer was the only one there. And they just need to push him up. So it sucks that we didn't get a season of tough with him because that would have been absolute gold, and we all know that. Um, the only problem is, at least in my opinion, um, my favorite parts about tough is like, you know, coaches and, and the coaches with personality and, and the charisma and stuff like that. And Amanda Nunes and Julian Pena kind of have the charisma of a wet paper bag with some holes in it. I mean, we've seen their press conferences leading up to the bantamweight fight. They weren't great. And so I'm hoping we get some good fighter personalities because I'm I I just I just don't care about the coaches, dude. Like I know they're one's a legend, the other one got the the biggest arguably the biggest underdog win of all time. I wanna sound like an asshole, but I I, I don't care. Hey, everyone's entitled to an opinion, my guy. Let's hope they prove us wrong though. Fingers crossed, man. Like, I'm, I'm, obviously, I don't want them to fail. I'm just not expecting greatness is all. I just hope that Tough 30 is not the nail in the coffin for this series because I do really enjoy it. As a, It's the best reality TV show on TV. Um, absolutely. But statement number three, Blake, is that Blake is fight of the year so far. Uh, it's probably... Only a few contenders are. I mean, probably there's only few. been like what probably. three, four cards so far. So it's like, yeah. So it's probably it's Cater and Giga. I mean, it's it, uh, there's no comparison. Then, I think it's Cater and Giga was kind of a one way street. You know, there was just a one way ass yeah. beating kind of. I mean, Giga had his moments, but no, mm-hmm. it has to be Juicy J, Julian Arosa versus Fatty Peterson. You know. <laughs> I mean, the dude's missed weight like three or four <laughs> hey, you times weight, you're now. Get like, called come that. on, what's going right. on, dude? Right, you miss weight, you're gonna get called that. It just is what it is. But um, and then maybe Moreno and Figgy. Mm, yeah, it's up there. It was an entertaining fight. It was, yeah. I mean, every every fight they've had has been really good. But no, I don't think it was fighting. I think Juicy J was Juicy J was throwing down, and Peterson was too. Man, I'll give him credit. That- he was throwing down as well. Yeah, they, I mean, they both, it was a super yeah. back and forth fight. They both definitely had their moments. They were both rocked yeah. multiple times, and they were both bleeding. It's all you could, it's all you could look for. It's really all you could ask for. Great. <laughs> and limited yep. ground game. It's our favorite. <laughs> Depending on most matchups, yeah. Yeah, I will admit to that. But, dude, we're, was it, we're three cards into the year. And we've already had three really, really good fights in five of the year contenders. That's not bad. It's not a bad way to start. Yeah, fight. I mean, we're almost getting like one addition, like one addition per fight card. So it's pretty nice the pace we're going right now. And with Lewis and Tui Vasa coming up, who knows? We might be able to get that for a fourth in a row. There's also some other good fights in that card. But uh, that is going to do it for What the Blank with Blake. Let us know your blanks, of course, like I talked about. Comments, five-star review, socials, 
you know where to find us, everything at the fourth and long.com. But Blake, let's uh get into the um just about the end here. Let's talk about the big old pay-per-view coming up this weekend, UFC 271. Um it's gonna be of course the rematch versus Izzy in Whitaker. And it's um it's not a bad card, and you know. Um it's obviously not the best pay-per-view I've seen, you know. Um but we had some good, we had some good scraps. Like ones that you could look forward to is like um, on the prelims. I think the fight to look out for the most is probably Hernandez versus Moicano. I think that has a chance of being pretty good as well. I mean, we have some huge implications. The, the rematch, of course, there's not really a whole lot more you can say about that. Then um, possible number one contender fight between Ken Near and um, Brunson. We got Lewis versus Tuivasa, which is just a fun fight. And that even Bobby Green, Kyler Phillips, Rojo, I mean, the, honestly, the ma- whole main card could be bangers. And so, let's know, Blake, because I feel like you kind of had a little bit of a hard choice when it comes to bangers this week. So, let us know what fights can we not afford to miss? What fights are going to be certified I feel like bangers? you just listed them all. Uh, I listed, like, you know, I listed the whole main card. Yeah, so, I mean, for me... Definitely, it's going to be Derek Lewis and Tai Tuivasa. That's the featured certified banger of the week. That's that's just easy money. I mean, those guys love to bang. They've said it word for word in the press conferences this week. They what? Huh? Said it word for word? No, they they love love to bang. bang. (laughs) Come on, bro. Be, Be mature. Hey, hey, but to be fair, Lewis did say um in his press conference uh, on Wednesday that him and his wife did try out something new for his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> in the same, that was in the same response. That, that, not, that press conference was off the rails, dude. They were talking way too much about nuts. <laughs> to Ivasa, he's saying that he'd do the cup shoey, the 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 cuppy. Yeah, disgusting. He's a legend. No. No, <laughs> no, not not your is not your style. No, it's disgusting. I'm definitely on Derek <laughs> Lewis's side in, in that in that argument. There's no no reason to drink out of another man's cup. That's just absolutely grotesque. How worse is it than a shoey? I mean, Ten thousand times worse. That yeah. much worse. How would that not be worse, dude? I, I would not want to touch another dude's nuts, bro. Like under any circumstances. But there's like a shield because like we've it's all on the worn inside, like, you know, bro. Cup, what are you talking underwear. about? Yo, well, we've all worn cup underwear before. You put into a sleeve. Yeah, but what's, like it's going to seep fabric through. between the like, cup. There's going to be ball sweat. It's going to seep through. So you you definitely classify ball sweat is worse than yeah. foot sweat. But I how much? Ten thousand times worse. Percentage wise. Ten. Yeah, ten thousand times. Worse. I don't. That's I don't understand lot. how this is even a discussion. Damn. I mean, they're both raunchy as hell and disgusting. So, I would never do any of them. <laughs> All right, am, am I allowed to continue my bangers now, Ross? <laughs> I don't know. Are All right, you? number two, Jared Cannonier, Derek Brunson. I mean, mm. we'll see. If Derek Brunson starts doing, you know, a little humpy humpty. I'm gonna be pissed off, but I mean that's a big fight. That's a big fight in the middleweight division. That <clears throat> that really could be the next title. Uh, that could be the title eliminator fight. Really, if you think about it. 
Um, yep. And then Bobby Green versus Nazrat Hakparast. This should be a good fight here. I mean, Bobby Green's kind of on a career resurgence. Uh, recently finished Ally Aquinta, I think, in his last fight. Mm-hmm. Nazrat has kind of been a guy like... What, who was his last fight? Dan Hooker, I want to say, right? Yeah, and that was a, that was a really good fight. So mm-hmm. just a guy that's kind of been mm-hmm. perennially, perennially uh, up towards the top, I would say. Fighting mm-hmm. contenders, fighting top prospects, fighting dudes that are, yeah. you know, legit, like Drew Dober and Alex Munoz, like just people that are just well-known for the most part. So I think that should be a good showing. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, Bobby Green has really jumped off the page ever since that fight with uh, Fiziev. Yeah. Sweet damn. I mean, what he arguably won that fight. Was. Yeah. But that was also just a yeah. really damn good fight. That was a certified banker. Absolutely. So, I like those. And then, uh, dude, uh, it's it, like this main card looks like this main card could like fly by. Um, in terms of pacing, because there's a lot of potential oh, they for just really, finishes. They know how to drag it out, though, dude. Remember the first, the the oh, other pay per view right. I remember was going by hella fast, and then next thing I knew, it was like, well, I mean, probably like past midnight for you, but it was like ten ten thirty for me when it ended. I was like, damn. Well, you got busy. Got put fifteen minutes. And it's also when fights. when uh, one of the championship fights really go five rounds, like dash, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think Izzy and Whitaker go five, but I mean, I speaking of that, though, it's time for predictions, Blake, because let's drop our predictions for the rematch between Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker. First things first, I know we've kind of uh, talked about it, but um, how do you think this second fight differs than the first one? Mm, I think this fight just differs. Mm, I mean, they just have experience against each other now. So there's, I think, a little bit less of the unknowns, like maybe in terms mm. of just they've gotten in there and kind of measured each other's intangibles and they kind of know the speed that they strike with and maybe a, a couple shots that they know are their favorites. But I think it, uh, the main thing that's going to be different is the adjustments. It's going to be, it's going to be uh, very important to see like who makes the better adjustments because I don't think it's. Izzy's not going to be able to just come out and fight the same exact fight that he fought, you know, in the first fight. I think he's he is going to have to make a couple adjustments here and there, and they're going to have to be the right adjustments. Otherwise, Robert Whitaker, you know, he's another championship uh, level fighter. He's going to find a way to win. So, I think that's the biggest key mm. right there is who's going to make the better and more important adjustments. <laughs> I like um, I like the what Robert Whitaker has been talking about with his mindset coming to this fight. Definitely a lot more humbled. He was talking about how like he hated Israel, but doesn't really like mind him anymore necessarily. It almost seems like things have flipped because Izzy's talking like a lot of crap about Robert is, which is interesting that this whole fight week. Um, but I, I like where where Whitaker's head's at in this one. You know, he seems a lot like I just level headed and just going into this fight doesn't seem like a huge mm-hmm. deal. Is going to like uh, any other, and I love the win streak he's been on. I think, and I'm hoping for, at least that this is a lot more competitive. It, it, it's it would be hard for this to be less competitive than the first fight, concerning Whitaker essentially got knocked out twice and lost twice. <laughs> um, but I, I have high hopes for this fight. I 
I really think it's going to go. It's going to go longer. And what do you guys have a lot better chance of winning this one? Is kind of what my gut's telling me. I almost want to root for him. Is that who you're picking? I think I am actually. Don't be don't be a scaredy cat, no, bro. No, I want to. All your heart. Well, I already know what what you're saying. Uh, I know what yours is going to be from uh, knowing some hints earlier this year. But uh, I'll go with Izzy via decision. Wow, literally picked the exact same thing that I was going to say. Congratulations. What we'll material Whitaker prediction from like early January? I'm not feeling it. Are you going back on I mean, yourself I'd like already? To see you pull up that clip of me saying that, so I can see what I said. I'll pull it up eventually. You said you you thought Whitaker was going to win though. It is not it, feeling it, it. Bottom line, not feeling it anymore. What changed? It's just not time. It's not his time anymore. <laughs> hmm. You think Whitaker's past think his prime? He's past his prime. I just think it's kind of the Colby Covington Usman situation. Like, what's Whitaker going to be able to do? Like, mm. I don't. I just don't really see a clear path to victory for him unless he was able to somehow really like outpoint and outwork Izzy. But I just, it's really tough with the weapons that Izzy has. Like, he he can play that. He can dance any way he wants. Like, he can be counter. He can counter you all night. He can be the aggressor. He's got phenomenal mm-hmm. takedown defense. I mean, good luck taking that guy down, and you're not yeah. 30 pounds heavier than him. So <laughs> I just point. don't think it's going to happen. I think I think Izzy's going to, especially with that new fight deal, I I do like the fact that Robert doesn't have the pressure on him as much this, this time around. But, yeah, I just mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just feel like Izzy's still at the top right now. It's going to be really tough to take him out. Hey, speaking about that new fight deal, um, like I know they told us that it's one of you know the biggest contracts in MMA history, but why haven't we seen the price next to it? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you see in the NFL, you see in the NBA, MLB, every other you know big sports league. As soon as the contract is, mm-hmm. well, even really before it's getting signed, it's already leaked how much it's going to be. So it is. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that we don't get to see those numbers right away. Probably because if we did. Public would be like, yo, what the fuck are you signing right now, dude? (laughs) So, yeah, I I hope we get to see the official numbers. I mean, I'm I'm sure we will eventually. Eventually, right. On the disclosed payouts, I guess. Next time he fights. I guess. I want to see it, though. I'm really curious. Like, give me the numbers. It's so hard to... Every other sport's so easy to find the price tag of the contracts. Like, if I could go look up everyone's yeah. contract right now. When it comes to the UFC, though, and MMA, it's a lot freaking mm-hmm. harder, which is annoying for people like us. Probably good for oh, people yeah. like us, you know. Right? So, you know, is what it is. But we're both going with decision for Izzy with the and still. But I will tell you, I'm hoping for a Whitaker win. It's not like I don't like Izzy. I just really freaking love Bobby Knuckles, man. He's okay. He's a good dude. Games a lot. Like, why is Izzy saying he's a bad guy? I don't necessarily think think Izzy's saying he's a bad guy. I just think he's saying that we don't like each other, and there's no reason that we we need to like each other. It's just this is kind of both what we do, and we both want to be the best, so it's inevitable that we're going to be rivals and, you know, not have warm, fuzzy feelings about each other. I think is commendable. That's fair. But yeah, I, he does take little hey, jabs yeah. here and there, like earlier today, saying he's going to send him back to that dark place. 
But yeah, I mean, like, it's what mm-hmm. I was just trying to build up the fight a little bit. Yeah, like I respect. It's just like it, it's just almost weird, you know. Or maybe it wasn't exactly what I would expect for him to say. Um, but you know, it's what it is. We're going definitely see how it plays out come Saturday. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's just about going to wrap it for us here on UFC Talk 77. Of course, before we do wrap things up, though, it's time for the Nene of the Week. And, Blake, we talked about him a little bit earlier. And the winner of this week's Nene goes specifically to Steven Peterson's bank account. Because he lost out on 30% of his fight purse and $50,000 all because of a couple pounds Oh, that's that has tough. to hurt. That that's tough. Yes, <laughs> but Blake, your thoughts on UC Vegas forty seven in one word or phrase? Kevin, you'd think I'd prepare for this one of these times. You never learn. <laughs> um, my thoughts in one word or phrase. Uh, yes. Sean is not a killer. He needs he needs to prove to us that he is a killer and kill the next guy that he fights in the octagon. There you have it. Blake wants to see Sean Strickland stab someone in the middle of the octagon. Those are his words and not mine. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to UFC Talk 77. Of course, you can catch all of our great content over at thefourthandlong.com or more specifically, thefourthandlong.com forward slash MMA. Shout out to our amazing Patreon supporters. Um, for just starting $1 a month, you can get a bunch of uh, benefits and also be able to, just more importantly, support the show, keep working to gain Blake a paycheck here. But you can become a Patreon supporter over at patreon.com forward slash fourthandlong. Like I said, for starting just $1 a month, uh, shout out to our huge Patreon supporters, Ray Rodriguez, for all your car collecting needs. Go on over to Instagram and follow at the Big Bat Box. Shout out to Neil Wiley and Ryan Watson. But ladies and gentlemen, we will see if we have a new man atop the UFC middleweight division. And we'll see if we can get the legendary Cubby. We'll see you guys next week.